supporters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Merry Christmas, America. Open phone. It's number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose. Ramsey personality Ken Coleman is my co-host today. So if you want to talk about jobs and work as you head into the new year, this is a good day to do it. Mr. Ken's here, and he's the expert on that. I've always got an opinion, and I'm an expert on my opinion. So uh, you guys jump in at any point. We'll help you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. But Ken... Uh, instead of going straight into the phones, which we typically do, I'm going to take a pause here and say yes. congratulations to the Booth dudes. Yeah, that's right. James Childs, our fearless uh, producer, captain in there. Our fearless producer, James Childs, and uh, Austin Ben. Uh, they just, Andrew, they all do a great job yep. um, making sure that we are doing what we're supposed to do on the, this end of the microphones. And um, for several I don't know, years, I guess, we have hovered in Apple Podcasts around number 10, number 15, sometimes number 8 in the world on the main list of all Apple Podcasts. Um, but today we had a milestone. We've never mm -hmm. done this before. They, they refresh that list, I think, about every 20 seconds, so I don't know how quickly it'll be there. Uh, and won't be there. But uh, as of a few moments ago, we're the number one podcast in the world on uh, Apple. How Way about go. that? And uh, congratulations, you guys. I'm proud of you. Did you hear that, Mom? Did you hear what Dave just yeah. said? Yeah. Very exciting. Ken, Ken Coleman's on the number one podcast in the world. I, I got to go call my mom any and kind, dad. In any category. It's Man. not some nuanced, you know, <laughs> southern uh, double-wide trailer broadcast uh, number one. We're the number one in that, right? Oh, no, this is funny. the whole freaking thing. Uh, the numero uno. And that's a big deal. I got a few elementary school teachers that are having a heart attack right now if they're here. Yeah, that. well, I guarantee you I do. But my speech teacher <laughs> is not. My speech teacher, Mr. Burner. Oh, Mr. Burner. Mr. Burner and, uh, in element, in uh, uh, middle school. He was a believer in Dave Seventh Ramsey? and eighth grade. Well, he sent me out there. We had these things called forensics. Yeah. Which was a speech club. Yeah, sure. And he went around to other schools and Debated. Gave, gave memorized speeches or oh, did debates yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Burner knew I could talk. Uh, he wasn't sure I could do anything else, but he knew I could talk. And here I am making a living. Who knew it? So way to go, Mr. Burner. This is to you. Well done. <laughs> uh, open phones at 888-825-5225. We'll start this hour with Canada. Megan is with us. Hi, Megan. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for taking my call. I greatly appreciate it. It's an absolute honor to speak to both of you today. You too. What's up? Um, so I have a, a quick question. Um, I have a brother-in-law who is being completely enabled by my mother-in-law and father-in-law. He is currently still living at home. He's almost 40 years old and he has some, uh, he has a drug addiction problem as well as he's currently not working. And my major concern is that, you know, my, my in-laws are getting older. They're almost 80. Um, and we've recently purchased a house and it has a complete separate in-law suite. Um, they kind of, their eyes kind of got a little bit big when they saw the new house that we purchased for ourselves. And they made mention like, oh, isn't this just a lovely place for you guys to potentially rent out later down the line? Kind of hinting at the fact that potentially um, the brother could potentially move in with us. Mm -hmm. How do I politely explain to them I have zero desire of him moving into our house? You don't. Um, Your husband does. <laughs> It's his mother, uh, not yours. 
Absolutely, I agree with you. Does your um, husband have a backbone, or does he need to run down to Walmart and pick one up? I think I need to buy him one for Christmas. Okay, all three. All three at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> all three. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently... Now, listen, if you, if you do it, you're going to be the Wicked Witch of the West until they die. Okay. Because one thing about enablers, they don't think they're enablers. They think they're nice. And if you don't participate in their enabling, by definition, you are not nice. Mm-hmm. So You see this like with that? very, very clear <laughs> eyes. Your yeah. husband. Does your husband agree I'm, with I'm you? I'm not kidding. Does your, your husband needs to head this off at the pass. What's, what's, what's brother's name? First name? Joe. 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 Good. Okay. So brother just catches, you know, me, mom, and papa at the, at the dinner table and says, Hey, just to let you guys know, uh, Joe's not moving in with us as long as I'm breathing. That's her husband's job. Okay. You so don't say no a word. You, you sit there and just kind of, you sit there and kind of dab the corners of your eye like you're crying. Okay. You well, don't say a word. What was the question, Megan? There's no way to what? For me to politely bring this up. No, because, no. Why like, do you keep going back to you? Do you why not do you understand? have to do it? Because I have the backbone. I know. But you can you can mm-hmm. share yours with him. My wife does it all the time. She says, sick him. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> that is true. Well, in Stacy's case, too, she's as sweet as she can be, but but she makes it very clear what her position is on some things at times, and and it that means it's clear that I need to get on that page. Yeah, you don't have a brother-in-law <laughs> problem. You have a husband problem. That's exactly right. So do you pick those up at Walmart, too, new ones, or oh, do I do that? Oh, that's a whole can? separate no. call. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> and to get with Dr. John Deloney, your marriage counselor, or whatever else, but I honestly, I would just say, honey, if I talk to your mom about this, this is not going to go well. They're going to be angry with me, and I don't want that. It is your family. It's actually your job, and uh, I'm going to encourage you. Uh, I'm going to give you a stiff cup of coffee, a stiff kick in the rump, and you're going to go talk to your mother and dad And at some point when it comes up gently and be kind and just say, you know, you don't want to be as rough as I was a minute ago, but just mom and dad, look, we've got this house. And, I, you know, you guys were all big eyed about the moving about, you know, us having an apartment to rent. We might rent it out someday, but we won't be renting it out to Joe. Yeah. And you need to know that ahead of time. And Joe, you know, I go ahead and tell Joe, Joe, you're not moving in. I love you, but I hate what you've become. And I'm not going to participate in your drug addiction, your laziness and your parasitical involvement with mom and dad you're a parasite you need to you need to you know i'll help you i'll coach you i'll love you and help you get up on your feet and actually become a man and go be somebody but you ain't living in my house dude okay and that's your husband's job a hundred percent of the time that you say one word or even agree using your eyes you're going to get blamed for this don't let this land on you it's not your fault okay Make him do it. Yeah. He, he can do it because he does agree with you, but he comes yeah. from enablers, which are nice people, and they build a family script that anyone that goes against nice people is, by definition, mean people. And that's that's running around in your husband's head. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Okay. No, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, and you're not mean, and you're not crazy, and you're not, you know, you are sweet. And you're being protective of your own home space, which you should be. This is called boundaries. And when you set up boundaries for people that don't have any, they generally don't like it. 
so you don't need to be the one doing it. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. You know, Ken, I was bragging on our team here for um, the number one podcast position on Apple, uh, but I really should brag also on our listeners yeah. because one of the things that has really substantially moved the needle—no kidding, for real—I'm not ja- I'm not jazzing with you. It's the truth: is that we started asking you guys, and then you did it to subscribe. Mm-hmm. To whatever format you're listening, YouTube, podcast, you know, whatever it is, subscribe and to review and leave a five star and to uh, share a link or click the share button if the format you're using, the platform you're using has a has a share button. So sharing and subscribing and reviewing affects these numbers dramatically. Uh, because it lets other people listen, tells other people we're here. It's great marketing. Uh, you know, you guys are great marketing. Thank you for sharing. So like when you read a good book, uh, you tell other people, you got to read this book, man. Or you see this movie, you go, man, you seen that movie? That's great. Same thing with a podcast. And we thank you for that. You guys, a bunch of you in this calendar, you're more than ever before have shared, have subscribed and have positively reviewed us. Thank you for that. Yes. We really appreciate you. There's a reason that we're number one on apple right now thank you thank you thank you for that and i'll keep bragging on all of you so i can keep saying it over and over and over <laughs> because it's pretty stinking cool all right Stephen is in chicago hi Stephen. welcome to the ramsey show hey gentlemen how are you doing today better than i deserve what's up yeah i um so when i was young um i lost both my parents when i was younger and i received a trust um as a result of that and I kind of just wanted to pick your guys' brains and how I can continue to grow those assets. Um, right now I'm 26, and I kind of have no idea which direction to kind of move with those. Okay. How much How much did you get? Uh, 804000 And you're in charge of the entire trust? Uh, yes, I work with a financial advisor on it. I know, but you're in charge of it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you tell the financial advisor what to do. He doesn't tell you what to do. Yes. Okay. That's the way it should be, by the way. The first thing you're looking for in financial people, and you you got to be careful because the way you use your words around me, I'll catch on, okay? Um, mm-hmm. the, the thing you're looking for is the heart of a teacher. Their job is to give you ideas and tell you why those ideas might work. That's called teaching. Their job is not to do everything, and you go, oh, i got a guy that takes care of everything. That's how people lose all mm-hmm. their money. Okay. Because the guy that takes care of everything never does. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. That's what, you know, you read, hear these sports guys, you know, make NFL player makes 10 million bucks sign, signing bonus. He's 22 years old, 23 years old. And, uh, you know, then he's 30 years old and he's bankrupt because I got me a guy. That's what they tell me when I'm working with them in the NFL. I got me a guy to which I always yell at them. You're the guy. Okay. <laughs> you follow me? I do it at a distance because yeah. they're big. But yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you you're the guy. You 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 understand. So that's first thing. 
Then the second mm-hmm. thing is, what are you going to invest in after you learn about it that you're comfortable with? Now, um, you know, and, and I guess then the third thing is, is I would set up your lifestyle if I were you, where you don't need any of this money, where you work, earn your own money, and you, you know, you're building your own life. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to continue to do. And I guess, um, Dave, since I've kind of known this in the back of my mind that I have it, um, you know, I feel guilty for kind of being in this position of having that. And no then, reason to feel guilty unless you live off and, of it and become a useless trust fund baby. Well, then you yeah, should feel that's guilty. What I, that's what I don't want yeah. um, to happen. But um, hey, let me uh, see. Let me give you three questions that you don't have to answer on the spot right here. But I think this is a good exercise, and you may have answered them. I would I would give you these three questions to get clear answers on, and it'll help you do what you need to do with this money. And there's no guilt. What I want to do that's professional. What do I want to have that's personal? And then what do I want mm-hmm. to give? And that's that's about others focused. I think that those are three big thirty year questions. And if you get the answers to those, I would want this money to be able to advance those very clear big goals. What do I want to do? What do I want to have? That's some material stuff that, that matters to you. And then what do I want to give? Mm-hmm. I think and you could add anything to those three questions, but those are real simple to be able to have a long term vision that this money can now fuel. That's so, the way I want you to come at it. So, Stephen, okay. I'll tell you kind of like we told our kids when they were your age and uh, or they're a little bit younger than you. We sat down and we showed them what the Ramsey net worth has become. I said, mm-hmm. um, this is not you hit the lottery moment. Mm-hmm. Because as for our house, we serve the Lord. And what that means in this moment of you seeing our net worth for the first time, because they didn't grow up thinking they were rich kids. We didn't allow that, although they were. Um, we They grew up you know, having to work and learning, learn, learn a skill and become useful human beings. Um, and, and so I said, you, what you've got with this money is not the blessing of never having to do anything. What you got is a tremendous responsibility. You are going to be what I am, a manager of God's money for him and his glory. And if you are not going to manage this money for him and for his glory, you will not be getting the money. And so that's how this goes. That's how I told our kids. And so what that does, if you step back and you say, my job is to manage this for the legacy of my family, mm-hmm. whoever it was that did such a great job with money that left it to you, you want to honor that by by furthering this. And the be- first way you do that is you, you, you earn your own living and you don't live out of this money. Number two, you, you take this money and you manage it you well, like you were managing it for someone else that you care deeply about, uh, which would be the memory, the legacy of the family for the Lord, however you want to view that. And so, and that means you get with someone that has the heart of a teacher, then I'm investing it. If I'm you, basic stuff. I would start with a series of just good growth stock mutual funds, just very mm-hmm. simple stuff. Like this was your 401k. Like you had 800000 in your 401k, and lots of people have 800000 in their 401k, by the way. So I would just start it like that, and I put my personal 401k and a lot of my mutual fund investing in four types of mutual funds, growth, growth and in income, aggressive growth, and international. I personally spread mine out 25% in each of those four. And I look for mutual funds that have long track records that have outperformed the S&P. And that's how I pick them. And my financial advisor, my Ramsey Smart Vester Pro that I work with, 
that has the heart of a teacher, will bring me three or four funds that meet those guidelines, we'll discuss those three or four, and based on his input and uh, his work to get it to that point, I will choose then what I want to do with my money, and he will go do with my money what I tell him to do. And that's what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. You see the difference? Yeah, definitely. So, and you go ahead and put in your corner a tax person that you trust. You put in your corner an estate planner that you trust. You put in your corner an insurance person that you trust. All of these people are in the financial arena, which means all of them are required to have the heart of a teacher. When I hire a lawyer in a lawsuit or in some other situation, their job is not to tell me what to do, although some of them took that class in law school. And occasionally they get fired by me for doing that because I'm not putting up with an arrogant butt attorney. So you're going to do what I tell you to do in my situation, but you're here to advise me and teach me the law in that situation. That's different than my lawyer said I have to. My lawyer don't say I have to do nothing. He has to do stuff. I said, that's the way that works. Same thing with you, dude. That's what I want you to do on all this. And I'm not being a smart aleck, but the the point is that people get this stuff backwards because we feel insecure and lacking in knowledge. And so we want to trust the professional, turn our back and walk away. Mm -hmm. And that's how the patient dies on the table. Don't do that. You stay in the surgery. You want to learn how this happens. You get your hands in the blood and guts and you make sure this stuff goes. You're managing it. You're the manager. These other people are advisors, they're helpers, they're teachers. And build you a little board of directors, and you're going to be worth $8 million in about 20 minutes if you'll do this. Time you're 40, this will be $8 million if you'll watch what you're doing. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed design experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Ken Coleman Ramsey personality is my co-host today. If you're listening to us live, the Ramsey cash giveaway ends at midnight tonight, December the 20th, Wednesday. If you register for free, no purchase necessary, you, uh, will be registered to win and possibly be one of the winners for the $5,000 grand prize giveaway. RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. Jared is in Milwaukee. Hi, Jared. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thanks. Sure. What's up? I've got some cash stashed aside for eventually a house purchase. Um, Right now, I'm 23 years old, renting an apartment. I'm single. I make about 90000 a year. 
Um, my monthly rent is right around a thousand dollars, and I've got around two hundred and seventy thousand dollars saved up for a house. <laughs> you are a stud, man! Way to go! I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I you get, know how I weird that know. is, right? Not really. It's weird. It's a good weird. Is it? When I call you weird around here, it's a compliment because normal's broke and stupid in America. Okay, you don't want to be normal. You're amazing, man. Way to go. Thanks. 275000 Where is it? Under the mattress? It's it's all at a bank. That's all at a good. a local credit union. Right now, it's making about 4%. Not bad. That's okay. So, I mean, in all reality, that 4% covers my monthly rent right now. I just don't know if there's a better route, better plan, better something that I can use that money for to make more. What's your timeline? When do you think you're going to do the uh, do the house purchase? Probably in the next three years. Okay. All right. Well, here's the number. Here's some numbers for you. Okay. There's really that. There's really no medium investment investing. There's conservative, which is in a savings account, and you're not going to lose any money, but you're not going to make much money, which is where you are right now. You're making four percent. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you park it there for the next three years, you're not going to make a bunch of money on your money, but you're not going to lose any money. And it turns out we already figured out what the secret sauce is. It's Jared. You're the secret sauce. It isn't the investment. None of that money, none of that 275000 in there because you are some kind of uh, big-time investor. It's in there because you're a big-time saver, right? Yep. Okay, so you're the secret sauce, so it's okay if you leave it there. You follow me? Yep. Now, the other end of the spectrum is you could move some or all of the money towards something like an S&P 500 index mutual fund. All right? If you did that this year, I haven't pulled it up in a while. I'll try to do it. Hey, Ken, pull up S&P 500, see what the return is for the year while I'm yakking. I I think it's north of 15% for the year right now. Okay, but okay. the mutual funds are that S and P follows what the stock market does. The stock market is up this calendar year from January to December. You follow me? Yep. I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. And um, last time I looked was a couple months ago. It was up 15 percent for the year. And so, uh, but anyway, it could go down though. If it went down 10 percent, you'd lose like twenty thousand bucks. Twenty six percent. Twenty six point two for the year. For the year. Yeah, I thought it's way up. That's that's not realistic. Okay? Well, yeah, we've had a big jump. Yeah, we've had a big jump because interest rates went down and we got an election coming, all this stuff. So, okay. You, but anyway, the S&P has averaged about 11.6% since it began. So what I do, Jared, is I'll throw money in there knowing I could lose some, but if I make 10 instead of 4, well, that's pretty good. That's another six percent on your three hundred thousand. So that's another twenty grand or thirty grand you're making on your money. Okay. Yep. Okay. So if you want to move some of it, but but you you got to understand that can go down. Here's your actual numbers: ninety nine percent of the five year periods, any potential consecutive five years, ninety nine times out of a hundred have made money in the S and P since it began. Okay safe bet if you're going to leave it alone five years or more that you're going to be okay to put your money in that okay 
67%, two out of three times it makes money on a three-year period. Okay? Yep. So you got a one in three chance you lose some money with your plan if you move some that way. Now, I have been investing a long time, and I've got a little extra money. This is very precious money for you, and you're young, and this is your first ride. So I don't know if you can emotionally handle losing $10,000 on this. Okay. But if you can and you want to move half of it over into S&P, you could do that fairly safely with a three-year horizon. But you don't have to do that. You, you can just sit where you are because, truthfully, the reason you have money is because of Jared, not because of some sophisticated financial strategy. Okay. And so, I, you know, let me just tell you, I think in your case, if I woke up in your shoes, I would just tell you keep it in that, in that 4% account. If you're just dying to try something, move fifty grand or something over into an S and P. But um, but I, I just leave it there. I just think I don't want you to become disillusioned uh, because you are you've worked so hard for this money. Yeah, and I have the feeling he's planning to save up for an all cash purchase. It feels like that. We didn't ask, but he's already got two seventy. So at that rate, what's he going to save over the next three years? A lot. Yeah, I mean, what if, if you're Jared's mom and dad <laughs> and you're listening? touchdown yeah way to go you raised an adult freaking amazing he's not a victim Mm -hmm. he's not whining he's not afraid of work god that's awesome lord help us get us more jared's that's awesome way to go man well done trish is with us in maine hi trish how are you hi trish i'm doing well Good. What's up? How are you? Better than I deserve. How I, can I help? Um, so I just, I sold my house over the summer and I paid off all of my debt except for my Jeep and I got my CDL and I'm a truck driver and I was just wondering how to manage my money, uh, like where to put it. Um, I do want to purchase a house in the future. You're living in the truck right now? I, I am. Okay, cool driving over the road we've got a sleeper yeah look at you girl how old are you i'm i'll be 39 in january how many states you've been in the last year um all of them except for california oregon and um washington yeah california made it no fun for a trucker to come in there didn't they yeah oh uh, not really mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's there's some taxes and stuff you be careful there girl <laughs> anyway way to go how much you're mo- seeing the world i like you how much do you make trish uh, well, I mean, I get paid by the mile, so it varies. I mean, what are you going to make in uh, the cap? What are you going to pay taxes on 23? Uh, probably 55, 60, 000. Okay, good for you. And you're seeing the world. All right. Pretty much, yeah. So what's your question? Um, how to, what am I doing with my income? Um, I know from like, uh, I have to save a certain amount and I have to put, invest a certain amount and uh-huh. then I have the rest. Mm-hmm. But obviously, well, you I got have, cheap. Like, you got cheap thing. debt. What, have you got any money to pay off the cheap? Um, I do. The only reason why I didn't pay it is because the payoff amount is the same as the remainder of my payments, and I just at the time the remainder of your what? The remainder of the payments that I have, I only have like two years left. No, of that, that, no. Do you have the money to pay off the cheap today? Yes, I do. Pay it off when you get off the phone. 
That's step okay. one. Step two is okay. you need to have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Do you have, have that the, done? If you pay off the Jeep, do. do you still have that? Yes. You got a lot of money. You're doing good. Okay. Then well, you no. start putting 15% of your income into retirement. Get online at Ramsey Solutions and click on SmartVestor for a SmartVestor Pro near you. They'll sit down with you and help you get started with your first Roth IRAs. And you can rock and roll with that. If you've got a 401k with a trucking company, you may want to look at that. But I want you putting 15% of your income into retirement with a paid-off Jeep and an emergency fund, and you're on your way. Have, a, have fun out there. Drive safe. Merry Christmas. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That young lady driving and seen every state. But um, I guess I, I, somehow I had in my head over road was making more than 50 grand, 60 grand. Uh, well, they absolutely can. So give you an idea, you know, it depends on the company. But Walmart famously was hiring drivers last year uh, for 90000 starting pay. So it depends on the company, depends on the experience. But, yeah, you, she will eventually make more than that. I would guess that in her situation, it's either the company or it's her status. So she's early on. Okay, that could be. Yeah, All right. it's on the low side. Caitlin is with us in Chicago. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Um, so, I've, so I've got a question around renting for another year or buying in a few few months. Mm-hmm. So 26 years old. Right now I rent with my husband and we've got a three-year-old and we've got 125000 saved, but that's like all of our savings. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your household income? Um. Well, like every month after like taxes and everything, we take about take home about eighty five hundred. Okay, so that's a hundred thousand a year. So you're making about one hundred and forty probably. Okay, and yeah. um, one hundred thirty something like that. Um, how much debt do you have? Nothing. Nothing. No car debt. Nope. Nope. No student loan debt. Nope. Good for you. What do y'all do for a living? Uh, I work for McDonald's mm-hmm. and then my husband works for like a digital marketing firm. Oh, okay. What do you do for Mickey D? Uh, I'm on the menu team over oh. at corporate. My yeah. Corporate. yeah. I knew you're corporate probably at Chicago. Nice. Okay, cool. Good yeah. for you. Well done. All right. Good. Um, what's the house price we're looking at? Like 424-ish is like what would be get us like enough bedrooms, enough space, and mm-hmm. something that's like not a fixer upper. Yeah, so, good. Like, I, I like that us. plan. So here's a couple of rules we use uh, to cause people to be in a healthy situation, not a I got house fee for lost my mm-hmm. mind and did something stupid situation. Okay. So rule number one is to be debt free, which you are. Rule number two is when you make your down payment, you need to retain enough to call your emergency fund, which is three to six months of household expenses we'll call that 15 grand 20 grand in your situation okay so you got a hundred or so to put down now Mm -hmm. okay the third thing is don't take out ever never take out more than a 15 year fixed rate where the payment is more than a fourth of your take-home pay that's the max you can qualify for almost twice that much but that doesn't mean you need to be that stupid. Don't do that. Keep it conservative so you can get the house paid off 
in less than 15 years. That's the goal. Okay. Okay. Because that's a key to building wealth long term. It's a, it's a pinch short term. Uh, but I think all of that will still work for you. Then the last thing is, if you can figure it out, and you're right on the bubble on this one, if you can make it your uh, make a down payment of 20% or more with a conventional Fannie Mae loan, you avoid PMI, private mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. And PMI costs you about $75 a month per 100000 borrowed. So we're talking about $225 a month on three hundred k. That's pretty okay. substantial. And all that is is foreclosure insurance that you buy for the mortgage company. If they have to foreclose on you, it covers them. It does nothing for you. Okay. But if you put down 20%, you have an 80% loan-to-value ratio, L to V, then you avoid having to buy that ridiculous PMI. All right, so I'd love for you to do that one. It's not mandatory, but you can see from the numbers that it's a, you know, it's a really cool thing to avoid that. Um, yeah. But the other things I would call mandatory for your future wealth building, and I think you're right on the bubble of being able to do all that, depending on when you do this. And I would go ahead and purchase sometime in the this coming cal in 24. Now, if right. Ra- rates right this second have been coming down for the last uh, 30 or 45 days, all right. Uh, and people are all worried about interest rates, interest rates, interest rates, interest rates. Listen, don't worry about interest rates. What I want you to do is buy a house the way I just described. That's what I think will cause you to win. And you marry the house and you date the rate. You follow me? Right. So you're buying the right Maybe. house. And then if the rates come down, just refinance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, if you get a six and some change right now and they come down to three or four, refinance. Okay. But you still got the right house. So you marry the house and you date the rate. The mortgages are temporary. Houses are a lot less than temporary. They're not permanent, but they're a lot less than temporary. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask her two questions, Dave. Okay. All right. First, uh, earlier today, Caitlin, we're very excited, proud of the team. We were rated the number one podcast on all of Apple iTunes. So this is stuff people want to know from a Mickey D's menu expert. Anything exciting coming out in 2024 on the new menu? I'm not asking uh, you to tell us. That you're allowed to tell. I know you can't tell us. Just can't, what can you tell us? People want to know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you do know, but you don't know what you can say. Is, well, there, is there something exciting coming? Can you tell us that? Yes or no? Every day is exciting. Oh, great corporate oh, answer. All right, last you're, question. You're amazing. Yeah, you should run for office. That was a great answer. Uh, that would work on Meet the Press every Sunday. All right, uh, <laughs> next question. What's your all-time favorite menu item? Probably double cheeseburger. Okay. Or the nugget. The oh, nugget. Interesting. Mm. All right, mine's the Big Mac. The Big Mac. Special okay. sauce, lettuce, cheese. I mean, that's it. That's, that's it's a good one. Child of the 80s right there. So there you go. Child of the 70s, too. I'll get you that one. <laughs> In 1976, it was $1.16 to get a Mac and a, co- a small no Coke. No way. And we'd go through drive through when we were in high school. Wow. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a inflation. different world. You're old, Ramsey. You dad come right, and I'm proud of it. I'm alive. Shut up. Uh, By the wow. way, Dave, you were talking to her about a 15-year rate. Today, right this moment, it's a 6.2. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah I thought so it was in a low six For 15 right year. But, I mean, it was up seven and some change That's just correct. 30 days ago. That's right. Yeah, so uh, we're seeing the rates trend in the right direction. And what's happening is, here's what's weird. 
it's Christmas time, which is a weird time for people to put houses on the market, but a bunch of people listed their houses in the last three weeks. Without question. Yeah. The uh, inventory is coming back up. So yeah. we may see a real estate revival in the spring, um, which you can pretty well count on the Fed trying to make sure that Biden stays in office and <laughs> drops this rate. What, uh, what are you saying, Dave? I'm just saying that there's a, there's a plan here. There's a plan that's sus, as George would say suspect apparently that's a thing to say sus now but you know there you go i don't know it's about like that student that's loan something forgiveness i never thing thought that wasn't i'd ever, ever gonna hear you say yeah. why in the crap did they run these rates up so they could run them down and look like heroes oh there's that yeah okay what do mm-hmm. i know yeah had to stop his inflation so then he then he can be the hero stopping yeah. the inflation be the hero and stop and, and get rid of the uh all caused by yeah self-induced yeah okay what do i know yeah I'm a little cranky about I it, have, Dave. I have the uh, I have the gift of cynicism. It's you do. Spiritual gift. You do. You do. I have insight uh, into these things. I kind of got I kind of got uh, into that higher rate on my uh, on my savings account on that uh, that that uh, it's going down. You know, I'm a little weird. disappointed I about, thought about it. that in years. I was telling one of my buddies about this. So in 1981, I was in college. Yeah. Right? My grandpa, who never touched the stock market with a 10 foot pole, but he saved like a crazy man. He saved everything he made. Uh, had money markets. He was so proud of his money markets over at the savings and loan. I got money markets. At those rates. You know what? He had dadgum money market paying 14% (laughs) at one point. Yeah, that's no joke. That was crazy. I mean, that's a savings account paying 14% in 1981. That's right. But, I mean, fixed rates on mortgages were 17 and a half. Yep. So there you go. That's a, what a wild world. Yeah. It's like a credit card or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, distant memory, foggy, way back there. But I can still <laughs> see him talking about it with that gleam in his eye. He was so excited that his money markets were performing at such a high rate. The only time in history you saw a double-digit money market rate of return, over 10%. I'm guessing, though, he wasn't carrying a mortgage or, or would oh, he? Oh, yeah, he hadn't seen any debt. But he also didn't touch the stock market because he was a child of the Great Depression. He was 26 when the market Too speculative, crashed. yeah. He wasn't going to touch that. Yeah. That's gambling. I'm not doing that. <laughs> he saved every dime he made, though. He was amazing. He's a good man. Wow. This is how it's done, boys and girls. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books.